Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Hello. <coughs> and Forrest. Howdy. <laughs> Seth isn't sick anymore. The COVID boys are back. <laughs> well, now we all have it, I guess. Um, well, you're not sick anymore. No. Last week we were going to record, uh, yes. but the weather had other plans. Yeah. Um, oh, yes. I... Lightning storm. My lightning uh, gave Your me... Your lightning. Lightning gave me the gift of buying a new TV and Xbox. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it's funny, last time we had a lightning storm, it also interrupted our podcast when it fried your microphone. Yeah, we... I am... And hey, the microphone's good this time. Microphone God is bless. Good. Yeah. Yes. Um, nothing Let's else. Let's predict what will happen, what will be fried next time. Okay, so hilariously, we'll do a small aside about the lightning. Um, not only did my stuff get fried, Chris and Andrea lost a switch to it. No. Uh, a switch. Now, it still works if it's plugged in, but it does not work did by it itself. Handheld? Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. crazy. No, it, now it is a handheld only because it is a switch light. Um, <sighs> but, yeah, it died because it was being charged during the storm. Uh, that same storm. Uh, so Marianne and I were Ripola. sitting around. I was playing Final Fantasy 16 on my PlayStation 5. Lightning struck it within our patio. Like, it was very bright. Our The sliding glass door was... Uh, the, the blinds were open because we like to watch the rain when it's happening. <laughs> you got blinded. And it, like, flashed very violently <laughs> into the house and was... Um, and was bright. If only and you had been doused in chemicals. I know. Yeah. I would have ran become, fast. Yeah. Um, and uh, you well, then, you would, but you would have run really weirdly. The uh, right. <laughs> the LEDs I have on the back of the TV started violently flashing, <laughs> as I what I assume is the TV gasping for air as it was trying to turn back on, and then it went dark, and the Xbox went dark. Which is hilarious because I wasn't playing it. Mm. I was playing the PlayStation 5. And then stuff started smelling like electrical fire. Mm. Even though there was no fire. So that was good. But Well, there was probably something that... I definitely tells you something went, Yeah, something went. Uh, so the Xbox and the TV both actually gave no signal of anything. Mm. Like, it was dead, dead. That's, That's tough. <laughs> I've never so, had that happen to me before. Like, me either. Ever. Me either. Uh, both uh, everything's plugged in the power converters and whatever the power strips and yeah it's really fun when you tell your friends hey this has happened to me and they're like well do you have a power strip no crap no idiot yeah, i do with all the things that we have plugged in yeah, yeah of course we <laughs> have them like i we just have a million outlets, <laughs> outlets. around the house yeah. for and all you, of the individual things and you already in. know how my autism works with like <laughs> or like it's very undiagnosed, but like with like genuinely like making sure I have, I don't need top notch things, but I need things to work and work well and be safe. Yeah. So like I have a stupid good power strip. Mm. It's not a battery backup. Now I'm looking into those. Like, <laughs> like, but geez, like everyone hit me with, well, do you have it in a, yes, of course I do. But. 
Did you have it plugged into a power strip? I did. did and you did the, you know? Did you have the power strip plugged into a power strip? Mm, that mm, is see, that could dangerous. Have saved you. <laughs> that is dangerous. <laughs> Hilariously, I did learn. Did you know that the Xbox has a built-in power strip? Basically, it is. It has a built-in switch that will turn it off if it detects too mm. high a voltage voltage oh. of electricity. Wow. Uh, hilariously. It didn't work. The lightning blasted right through that. Um, is it, is it like a setting that you have to turn on? Or no, should it, just it just be is a there. thing. Okay. Yeah, it's just in there. That makes sense. But yeah, Curious. It, uh, I, I was Googling it, um, like how to fix Xbox lightning strike. And yeah, people, it's not really anything there's not really anything you can do, but people were like, actually, the Xbox is one of the safest systems for that because <laughs> it has a built-in switch to like flip off. Ironic, Great. given that... That's it's not good the to one know. that survived the strike. And I wasn't even playing it. It was just sitting there. It was still on because I'm dumb and sometimes I just turn the system, my PS5 on and it switches over from Bluey or whatever little David's watching and I'm mm-hmm. playing video games. Now, did you have the Xbox plugged directly into the ground outside? No. <laughs> I don't know what it hit outside because we don't have like a plug-in or anything yeah. outside. It just it struck the ground, in the probably. ground. Yeah. That's crazy. Lightning. Lightning, man. The awesome, the awesome power of lightning. Bring Frankenstein to life. Oh, harness that. Yeah, somehow. like the city of neon in Starfield. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> yep. Um, that sounds cool. <laughs> uh, it is. Seth is going to have a whole Starfield corner. Uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I need to tell everyone my final thoughts on Final Fantasy 16 first. Mm, only, you also have to tell us your fantasy thoughts. Mm. Uh, For the 16th time. Right. My fantasy thoughts, thoughts are that... Your the thoughts combat, about Trevor Lawrence, quarterback my, who wears number 16 for the Jaguars. He is on my fantasy team in my work league. Ooh, fantasy uh, and 16. I am about to sit him for Jordan Love because Jordan Love is doing way this better. This will be his final chance. Oh my gosh, final 16. fantasy for yeah. 16. <laughs> All right, that's, we covered it. Um, but uh, my fantasy for Final Fantasy 16 would be that they would have realized that they perfected the combat system they were going for in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm. Uh, and But they wanted it to be different. Yeah. Oh, but it's not good. <laughs> so if it's going to be different, it needs to be better. And it's not good. I'd argue it's actively just bland. It is definitely there. And it is not a good enough combat system for it to last 40 hours in the game. Mm. Which it lasted 70 because I did every side quest imaginable and mm. every optional thing. I don't recommend that. Yeah, and as we know, that always pays off. Um, no. <laughs> no, it didn't. There's never been a time where we got to the end of a game that we've 100%ed and thought, hmm, I wish I hadn't done those things. So here's the problem. Is I think that Metroid is my only exception the first, on that. The yeah. first half, I was like, these side quests are... Because you get that sexy are, picture of her yeah. with her helmet these, on. These side quests are, like, fine, and I kind of enjoy doing them, but they are kind of dumb. And then I got far enough in the game, I'm like, well, if I've done all of them already, I need to just keep doing them. And here's the tipping point. That's the sunk cost fallacy right exactly. there. Exactly. Yes. But here's the tipping point where I started to get pissed. I finished the second to last mission. It tells you, hey, 
you need to shore up everything. Because, you know, if you if there's anything left on the table, you right, need right, to right. eat it. The, the point of no return. And then it word. pops up 15 new side quests. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I counted. No, sir. I counted the exclamation points. 15. What? It was bad. None of them were good. All of them reiterated the closing of a relationship with characters that you had already closed in previous cutscenes. Sure. So it's just reiterating things. Yeah. It's um, go and gild those lilies while you and, can. Um, yeah. So I beat Final Fantasy 16. Um, I was so over leveled. The boss took me 30 minutes. My friends had reported to me before that there was a ultra long boss fight. Mm. I imagine it's because they were not over leveled. They, they did the it, appropriate amount of yes. side stuff. And so I was warned I mean, 30 by minutes Chris. Is still a long amount of time, I'd say. Well, there's multiple phases yeah. with a lot of cutscene in there, and I counted. Ah, it's I, the Kingdom Hearts two ending sort of thing. And so, <laughs> where you I, just watch most of it. Yeah. I kept the timer running through the whole thing. Ah. And I had been told this is like an hour long boss fight with cutscenes and phases, and like I've been told this is like an hour and a half long boss fight. It took me thirty minutes because I wiped the floor with him, and. Um, here's the thing. I was it chaos. It was Ultima. Ah, of course. Um, and you are Mythos. Something completely new to the Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, that's weird. Thing. That's interesting. Uh, Sounds cool to me. It here's the problem. It does until because you think maybe they'll explain what Mythos is. No, they don't really do that. Uh, they don't really explain what Ultima is. They do in that they tell you that Ultima actually sort of created everything, but mm. also didn't. Don't clarify mm, that either. It's like the uh, Demiurge. So here's the yeah. thing. I think that people should play this game, but don't play it the way I did. <laughs> and also, uh, don't expect to gain anything of note from the story. And I... We're going to talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake and Rebirth later. So you know I have a high tolerance for madness and the ability to say, well, that's just how it is to stories. I have a high tolerance for it, and this yes. pushed it. This pushed it beyond. I, and because Even further beyond. I, I just... It's it is not a good <laughs> Final aspirated. Fantasy game. It's not a good Final Fantasy game. Mm, it's a bad fair. one. It is bad. It is uh, what they should have done is called this uh, something else. They <laughs> and then or then, Final Fantasy versus thirteen because Ooh, because also the big 16. no that's the issue the once again <laughs> they're using the words Final Fantasy in a false way and it is very frustrating. They are using the summons names in a false way. They're using the magic's name in a false way. They're just using it as table setting instead of letting you engage with it. You are getting hit with really cool spells. Like I'm getting hit with Faraga and um, Holy. cool spell. Well, like, well, no, like upgraded cool spells. You cannot do those. Mm -hmm. You can't do any magic, yeah. really. And the mm -hmm. magic does no damage when you do it. So I don't engage with it. That's I, a shame. Big shame. <laughs> like, the most da damage you do with the magic at the beginning of the game, that's how much you do with it at the end, because there's no upgrading it. 
It's just, it is a gun in Devil May Cry. You don't mm -hmm. upgrade the gun. It just does the static amount of what it does. And the magic is the same for every single icon you get. All six of them. You get the same magic, but it is different colors. Yeah. And then you're getting hit with super dope looking spells by bad guys. And it's like, well, hold on. I'm Mythos. I am basically a god. Like Ultima. Mm -hmm. Why can I not do cool spell? Because you have cool sword. I have not really. The, the swords are just swords you can buy from the shop owner. They look like other people's swords. Mm. You can do cool attacks. Cool attack, yeah. But with sword. But even then, you sure? <laughs> like, I don't know. I I I don't think I'd be this frustrated if I didn't do all the side stuff. That's the thing. Probably not. I may have been just been like, it's fine. You played so much of it that you got tired of it. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it should have been called Final Fantasy. That's one thing I've said since, like, I think about the halfway point. What if they had called it Final Fantasy Type 2? No, I just mm. think they should have called it, like, the problem is they want the Final Fantasy name to boost sales. Well, but I don't think it's fair to say Final Fantasy can't be this when there have been tons of spin-off titles of Final Fantasy right. in other genres. Yeah, I get that. I just I get that. I I don't think it should have been a mainline Final Fantasy. I think But even the, the history of Mainline Final Fantasy has been about changing the way that they work. Especially since the beginning of, like, the turn of this century. I am not interested in the change that they are going into then. <laughs> because this... That's fair. It's, and I, I don't curse on this show, usually. It is half-assing being a Final Fantasy, and it's half-assing being a Devil May Cry, and it frankly sucks. Right. Rather, it, it than, rather than taking, rather than like finding a synergy of the two things, they're just sort of stuck, glued to each other yeah. in a way that doesn't uh, elevate do, either yeah, side. Yeah, it doesn't do a service to to the origins of either. No, it's it it leads to a boring game that doesn't know what it wants to be, except for something that has shades of Game of Thrones in it, mm. and. I am also disinterested in that aspect of it. Right. We all were after Game of Thrones ended. Once it became sillier Final Fantasy stuff, I was bought in. But here's the thing. Uh, the couple of times I talked about it on the show, I was at the highs of it being about the silly Final Fantasy. But what it really does is it's Game of Thrones, and then it hits, ooh, it's getting real silly, and then it does, like, bounces. Like, it goes... The moment it gets really silly, it's like, no, we've got to get real grounded mm -hmm. and serious. There's kingdoms. Really silly Ultima stuff. Nope, there's kingdoms. we got to be serious. Like, and it's, But does it end in Final Fantasy or in Game of Thrones? It ends in Final Fantasy. Well, but, good at least. Sure. I think, the, I think the stuff with Ultima is super cool. Mm -hmm. I think the silly Final Fantasy stuff is funny and cool and... You literally say, I'm going to kill God in the game. Mm, which nice. I was like, yeah, that's cool. But I wish the, I wish the combat made that more fun. Like, I, I don't... I, if I'm going to kill a God... I, and I understand I'm saying that about a game series where 
some of the combat and killing God is turn-based in a lot of other games, and it's less engaging. But I would rather do that than mash square and... Yeah, you have Kingdom Hearts for that. Right. And even then, (laughs) here's the hilarious thing, even then Kingdom Hearts is more complicated with the magic it lets you use. That's true. That is true. And the items and the summons. And the drive forms. Because you you don't get to choose at all when you're using summons. Ever. Mm-hmm. And even then, it's kind of like put upon you. That's how it was in 15 as well. Yeah, mm. I didn't really play 15, though. Well, I tried. I need to. Off. No, you don't. I mean, at this point... I feel like you would come, you would have a, a similar feeling about it. Especially the, the, if you the did the side stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I need... What I need to play is Rebirth. I yes. need that need to, to cleanse the palette. to come yeah. out later um, this year. So... Let me, I want to talk about something that is slightly spoilery, but it does get resolved very early in the game. Um, not, and, but it comes back later. Uh, Forest. Yes. You've played this game. Yep. Clive absorbs the powers of other people. Yeah. Mega Man style. Mm. Yes. Now, you have played the game. When he absorbs the powers, what do you think happens to the person that's left? Well, for Benedicta, she she lived. And at first she was just like, what happened? Where's my powers? And then she went. Some stuff happened. She got her powers back, question mark, or so, got possessed by here, the full icon. The game then, leads you. This is this is part of my big frustration is that they also never stick to lore that they dictate, mm-hmm. which is like it's all con, it's all plot convenience. Um, you absorb the powers of multiple people in this game, and it leads you to believe that you take away their ability to do their summon or their magic, and then. Later on in the game, one of the people you absorbed can still do their summon. They just do it. And I'm like, well, then what makes me special in taking it away? And mm-hmm. this person can still do everything that yeah. made them cool. Why? Why is, why is there no consistency there? When, it, when, when you take it away from Benedicta, she's basically dead. Mm-hmm. Like, she's, like, on the brink. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, no, she actually was fine. She could have still used her powers. What if I was to tell you that? Because like three people that I took it from later still use their powers. <laughs> Interesting. It makes it so well in Mega Man they can still use their powers. Yeah, I, I mean don't they know. do explode, I... but in the cartoon, he just touched them and yelled plasma power, and he had their abilities. I. All of this is shaded by me playing too many side missions. <laughs> All this is shaded by me playing too many side missions. Yes. But it too many because goods. once you do all the side Spoiled missions, it rough. lets you think about the things you're doing. <laughs> and it gives you too much time to sit with and ponder. Especially the when the side missions are just talking. They're yes. just a lot of talking. So then yes. you start to think about the stuff that you're doing. Mm. Now imagine that in in space. Yeah. And that's kind of all of Starfield. Can so, you summon big creatures? Hold on. I want to <laughs> yeah, get to we'll that. get there. <laughs> I want to get to this. 
I also want to ask if in a society, because we do live in a society, <laughs> it's true. Uh, you would expect the magic users to be the slave cast. That is the weird thing well, about this in That is the crux of this game. In One world. Piece, the fishmen, who are by all rights bigger and more powerful than I haven't gotten that the far. humans, <laughs> are also the slave cast. Very weird. Don't understand how in this game, the people that can literally do magic <laughs> and literally just probably kill people if they wanted to. I think it makes... It does make a sort of sense that the people, the majority without enhanced abilities would then try and subjugate the minority with those abilities in order that they wouldn't have those used against them. But it does seem difficult to figure out how they would do it. Yeah. And why it would continue to be allowed by the people. But, you know, that's about kind of like internalized uh racism and stuff like that. But it's all white people. It's all, sure. It's yeah. all sure. that's also uh it I got to the Middle East kingdom that is Middle East flavored and just white it's dudes. It's just still just tan it's white just people. White dudes. Yeah. It's like, oh sick. Yeah. I don't know man. I like this. Think, game, I think that I'm trying man. to remember in Triangle Strategy. I think it was also like that that there was a a Middle East kingdom that was full of white people. And that, the people who were born with pink hair were the people who were they were racist against. Mm. This is my first ever, I'm not going to certify it, but I think you should play it at your own risk. Mm. I I'm, But it's not certified. I don't, I'm good. I'm good. I don't, I don't think it deserves it. I, well, that's fair. I can't wholeheartedly tell people to play this game. I... Boris told me earlier that he's kind of hit a wall with it, and I yeah. told him maybe you should allow that wall to tell you to stop. <laughs> I would I would like to beat it at some point, but yeah, like I, I was telling David this earlier, every time I keep either trying to play it or want to play it, like just something either comes up and like I had to put the controller down and step away for hours, mm -hmm. or I boot up the game and I just sit there and then immediately just all motivation leaves me. Cause you, yeah, that's fair. I, I've, I've experienced that in games. Where you want, just be, and it's only because you've played so much of the game that you kind of want to see where it goes, rather than because the act of playing the game is fun to do. Right. I I mean, I have fun with this game. I would say probably more so than I feel you are, but had, also I'm like halfway through the game at the right. moment. I was having fun with it halfway through to a little over to three quarters of the way through. It's yeah. that last quarter that really sullied it for yeah. me. Because like, they do throw, like, all of the side missions in this game are in the last quarter of the game. It is stupid how many you get. And only, If only you had done none of them. <sighs> yeah. Oh, I do want to speak positively. There is these cool monster hunts in it. Mm. Where they give you highly this difficult enemies. Monster Hunter? <laughs> they give you highly difficult enemies in the game. Variations of enemies in the game. And those really pushed me combat-wise. And I liked that. Look, yeah. if I wanted to hunt monsters, I would play Lost Planet. Yeah, or Pokemon. I do that now. <laughs> Pokemon Go. Pokemon's the original Monster Hunter. People forget that. Yeah. It's true. I, I feel like there's uh, got to be a... 
another earlier mm. monster hunting no. game. No. no, no, no. Does Castlevania no. not count? No. No. That's a You're haunting monsters. You're just not catching. That's an earlier that. version I, of Vampire Survivors. I, not true. I. I wouldn't call those. They're they're like classical monsters, but not monsters in like the monster sense. They're monstrous. <laughs> they're not monsties. But, no, they're not monsties, <laughs> but they're more like universal monsters. Like yeah. from the dark universe. Still, yeah, those, <laughs> I don't know. It just um, still sounds like you're hunting monsters. Look, I'm me. just saying if Dracula showed up as an enemy in Monster Hunter, people would be like, what? This guy is not a monster. He's a dude. <laughs> I mean, and if a Rathalos look at was some of the in, actions that he's if, committed. If a Rathalos was sitting there in the chair at the end of Castlevania, <laughs> you'd be like, "This doesn't really go along with the whole vibe of this game." I'd be down for that. though. Yeah, it'd be funny. <laughs> I'm not saying it would be a bad thing. It just, you know, I feel like they are in separate categories. You're segregating monsters now. Yes. yes. Wow. That's the whole I, thing with monsters. That's what the... Jeez. Jesus. In all of fiction. I'm, I'm, I'm also playing Liza P. <laughs> Who is Eliza P? That's the question. Uh, also known as ICUP. Yeah. As we figured out earlier today. P. P Doobie Lion. He lied. <laughs> On the loading I, screen. I made him lie. Say that... I don't know. I don't want to talk too did much we, about Liza Did we P. notice if there was any change to his nose after that happened? There was no, none. but his springs... Don't you oh, remember yeah, his, his springs? His springs did something. Yes. When I lied, Rattled? my springs got funky. <laughs> yeah, got funky. funky. Like it, I don't know what's going on with P. Um, you didn't go to Hotel Cart. You went to hotel funky down you're right i went to hotel crat crat you're right so close (laughs) hotel cart is the um (laughs) cart racing mini game yeah in the basement yeah that's the bloodborne lies of p crossover (laughs) bloodborne cart lies of yeah um so yeah that game i beat the first boss and hit the title card yeah we all saw it in front of my friends it was cool i learned that blocking is important which I mean, I should have known, but yeah. my also the, important is reading the instructions <laughs> to learn that you can. Uh, you know the do other stats. I'll tell you. Last night when I played it, they don't tell you there's instructions there. I've I've <laughs> learned a lot of this game by looking. This the, the game did not tell me a lot of it. If only so. each download came with a physical instruction booklet. Ugh. If only physical instruction booklets. Came with the physical games. Yeah. Ooh, y'all are terrible. I'm yawning now. <laughs> I'm tired. The, the idea of reading an instruction book <laughs> puts a man to sleep. To sleep. Uh, a shame. But yeah, I, I had to re-download a bunch of stuff on my Xbox. Yeah. I have not been playing Fortnite. I have not been playing anything on my Switch, really. Um, I have been playing... Pokemon Go. So, and I started in earnest a little bit more of the Final Fantasy uh, mobile game. Yes, which I, was, we'll get I was about to... to ask, what other mobile game have you played? You know, I haven't played basically any of that. It's kind of I got bum- to work bumming in... me out the fact that I haven't gotten into it yet. I'm I got, logging in I got daily, to... but I haven't played any more chapters yeah. yet outside of the That's... opening two. 
That's I got to where doing. it gave me the bonus stuff, yeah. basically. Because you get a lot of bonus stuff for starting now. Yeah. Between yeah, now and October, whatever, 7th, I think. Yes. Um, but yeah. I, well, there is currently a banner where you can get uh, Aerith in a bikini, so I might have to start <laughs> grinding, Jesus. if you know what I mean. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes sense for this game. It's a gotcha game, and yeah. that's how you're going to get Michael Todd to do it, so. It makes... I, that is you know, I, I had wondered how they were going to do it. It seems to just be that sp- uh, specific weapons give your characters the outfit changes. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's the weapons that change the outfit. So I need yes. to get the Advent Children sword. I guess so. You wouldn't know what that is. You, you, <laughs> I know what it is. I don't know. I don't I've know if you know what it is. played Smash Bros. It doesn't matter. It's not the same. Man. We did well, a, you watched the reveal trailer for Sephiroth. Okay. We did a dope, we did a dope double feature the other day oh, yeah, of man. watching Advent Children and then watching the, the Sephiroth, Sephiroth reveal. <laughs> <laughs> And I was then, really hoping you were so going to say uh, you're going to say spirits Boots within, within. <laughs> hell, no. and then the DK, and then the DK one winged angel. Yeah. Rap. Uh, <laughs> that's a triple feature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, he saved the best for last too. But eh, debatable. I man. don't think so. Adventure. I think you give. So speaking you of, go on my... the street. You give people the opportunity to watch all of Advent Children, to watch the Sephiroth reveal trailer, or listen to the One Winged Kong song. You know, it's pretty obvious what they're gonna pick. Here's the thing. I know what I. Speaking of my ability to handle, <laughs> like hand wavy story, obscure hand waving story. I love Advent Children. Okay, and even rewatching it today, I'm like. There's a lot of stuff that they do not decide to go into. Yeah. And but they leave enough for you to infer. And it's like I can accept this. Yes. This but, is this is what Ever Crisis is. But when for. you give me seven kingdoms and 30 characters within the span of an hour, I'm not going to infer crap about any of them. I'm going to be like you don't matter. None of there you are infected with the oh geostigma. Not to go back to Final Fantasy 16. There is a character I met like 20 hours in set that Named talked Geo to me. Sigma? No, he talked to me like he knew me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? I don't know who this guy is. And then I looked up. You meet him in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And then you do not talk to him again until like 20 hours later. What? I mean, that happens a lot in real life. Yeah, he's like, yeah, one, of the, so true. He's like one of the main <laughs> quest givers on... After the time jump. Oh, okay. Auto? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I didn't I only talked to him once. Yeah. And, and then like 20 hours later, <laughs> he's he's important. Because <laughs> you've grown this relationship with him off screen during the time jump. I saw, you, jump, d- I saw you do side quests involving him. That was after the time jump. <laughs> that was pre Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, I thought you meant okay. I got my. Uh, it wasn't the. Yeah, yeah, All right, understand. Seth. Let's I understand. Let's talk. Well, Forrest, did you play anything? Yeah, I've been playing Sea of Stars. Okay. Uh, which is a wonderful time, and I it's can't stop thinking about that game. And every time I boot it up to play it, I'm like, "Woohoo! Yeah, let's go!" Which <laughs> is not how I feel about Final Fantasy 16 at the moment. I will say quickly about Sea of Stars. Um, I I I played to me the game. Um, it's a definitely suplex certified for me, but I will 
until Forrest gets further in and we can actually talk about the things, I will uh, refrain from getting too into it because I do. I I also want to talk about Starfield. Um, I debated talking, thinking about how much I wanted to talk about both for this episode, but I feel like since Forrest is getting into it, uh, yeah. there will be in the future more discussion to be had. But it's it's a very fun time. How and long I, is it? Um, twenty something, yeah, right? something like that. Um, Maybe I will play it also. It is. It's interesting because I was I was expecting it to be a much like on a much grander scale. Um, it 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 has a slow start to it, and you get to a point where it feels like this. I don't know. This world feels kind of small, and then. As you play it further, you feel like, okay, it is small, but it's very dense. Um, so, like, for the, like, the, the amount of game they've put into this, like, the comparative size of the world is, like, it's, it's funny, like, also playing Starfield, in which the actual size of that world is so vast, but there's so little gameplay to do. Um, like comparatively yeah it's it's they're kind of like polar opposites in a lot of ways that i found amusing going from one to the other but yeah starfield um so i've been playing it i yesterday in our in our chat i said that i was going to slog through the through to the end of the um main quest line which i've Sort of did. Um, okay. To, without getting into any actual like plot details, I the reason I didn't finish it is because finishing the main quest line is ending the game. Like once you do it, you the game is over. Yeah, I've read about that. Um, which is interesting, but it did it did um, I I did decide okay, there's still at least. Uh, some other stuff that I think I want to do. Uh, and so I will leave this area and come back later. Um, and then when I booted it up earlier today to the other stuff, I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, so Starfield. It is... It's a very big game. Um, How many hours do you think you've been to it? A, a, whole, a whole lot. <laughs> a... Very large amount of hours. Um, way more than I put into Sea of Stars. Uh, way more than I put into a lot of games. Um, and like like you with Final Fantasy sixteen, I don't quite know that it was all worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, where, where the sunk cost fell. So, yeah. So, but it's kind of different because so this is. Very much a Bethesda game in the way like it it looks and feels, um, and there is a quality to those games that is enjoyable to, enjoyable to play. Um, you know, just going out and doing random crap, yeah, right. walking in a random direction, and right? Just seeing like there what is, you stumble into. and so that's why it hasn't. Like I think that is what has compelled me a lot to go and do random stuff. Is that there is a kind of. Um, just the feeling of it is is fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's my thing. There is a fundamental flaw with this game that I 
plug pretty early on. Um, and that is, so let's talk about Skyrim. So after the tutorial in Skyrim, you are, you come out of like a cave and there are people like, Hey, you could go here. I'll be over there. You could go here to do this thing. Um, if you go, but there's, and there's like a big city wide right in front of you. If you go there, you will sort of eventually be funneled into like your first fight with a dragon and finding your first uh dragon shout power and it all flows very well um but you can you can walk anywhere you can go anywhere go and like fall into a whole bunch of other quest lines uh it's super fun um and and there's still like i've booted up skyrim many times and started new characters and and i i feel like there's always new stuff to find um just wandering through the world um the key part of that is the wandering like that's like force was saying that's a big thing that is enjoyable about these games uh and the reason that works is because everything is on the ground and you can walk somewhere um in starfield you have to open up a menu you will go to a map of the galaxy, you will zoom in on a planet, and you will hit a button to fast travel there. The whole game it's is like based... Mass Effect style. The whole game is based around fast travel. You cannot fly from one planet to another planet. There would be no reason to, because it's just empty space. Um, so in, in building the game around fast travel rather than around like foot travel it's it but i've heard you can fly to other planet no you so let's say you are in our solar system um and you're or you're outside of mars you could point your ship in the direction of earth and fly there and maybe after like 5 hours end up at where Earth is, um, but it's not actually, you can't, from that location, interact with Earth. Um, the world is disconnected. Everything is in its own separate bubble, uh, and there are illusions of everything around it, like, like, painted on the edges of that bubble. Um, and so the world is a bunch of big bubbles that don't really have any interaction with each other. It's like Kingdom Hearts. Sort of, but <laughs> less engaging. Um, it's just like there is none of that, hey, I'm just going to walk off into the wilderness and stumble upon what See, I stumble upon. Yeah, You have to specifically go, okay, I'm going to go to this planet. And I will, you know, warp in in front of the planet and scan the planet and see if there's any, like, points of interest that I can go on. For, like, 99% of the planets, there are none. They're just... Like, you can land on all of these planets, and it will, like, generate an instance that, you know, will have specific landmarks and stuff. But, I mean, it's just... Rather than it being like an authored um, world map, 
it is a bunch of like little spaces that you can go to with i guess there has to be procedurally generated uh environments that don't really that, like they don't have those the, the tiny little built-in stories to tell like how in Skyrim you could go into a cave and there will be like notes of, from random people i mean that does exist in this game but if there's like say an abandoned um biotics lab or an abandoned pharmaceutical lab on one planet it does have like little environmental storings telling stuff in it but it's copied and pasted it's the same pharmaceutical lab on every planet that you will go to uh it's the if it's a cave it's the same one cave system and the only time these change are if there is like quests that you are being told hey go to this and in those instances there will be like you know specific characters to act but you have to like be given okay here are the coordinates you need to go to to interact with this quest and you fast travel there rather than you like just being able to go places and cut and sort of stumble upon these quests and like you can do that um but it's just there's there's just so much space in the game right that where nothing is happening nothing unique is happening um like i've read people like i've seen people tweeting about how they can get lost for hours on one individual planet and i'm like what doing what like you can keep running and there will like yeah there will be like abandoned military outposts but it's the same as on any different planet um there's a bunch of like animals and plants to scan and you could do you could set up mining or whatever but it's like this none of that stuff is it's it's just the same you can go anywhere and do that it, but it for me like none of that stuff has any draw like i want to do the actual quest lines because those are the only without the ability to just sort of go and stumble into stories i want to like actually find the 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 stories um and so so like i said that the way the game is structured when i said that like every time i've whenever i load up skyrim i i still feel like there's stuff that i've i can do that i've never done before i feel like if i were to restart this game i would encounter all of the same stuff because of the way like you have to go to find things like you it's it's just sort of there's no it feels like there's very little of the kind of emergent gameplay here um even though the world is gigantic it's everything there there are like i don't know three cities like actual cities that you can go to where like major story stuff is happening um it's just everything is so disconnected from each other that it and it and separated by these huge swaths of empty space that is it just sort of it it loses like the dna of for me what make these games these types of games fun and that is the way like you can have a a sort of individualized game that you can play 
Um, but like if I played it again, if I started again, I know where everything is that I have to go to do all this stuff. Um, there's there would be like no exploration. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 a weird game because I've played a lot of it and enjoyed a lot of it. But like coming up to the end, it's like I don't I have very little desire to continue going back into this world because I feel like I've ex already explored everything that is meaningful to like the old. There are like four meaningful spaces that you can be around where stuff is actually happening. Um, and, you know, I've explored those. And so what am I I don't care about all of these star systems way out in the corner of the galaxy that have nothing there. Like I can travel to them, but there's nothing for me to do right. that I can't do anywhere else. Like there's nothing unique out there. Um and so it was, it was it at at some point playing the game became kind of an act of frustration in me, sort of trying to find things to grab onto. Uh and so eventually I was like, okay, I'm going to just play the story, like the mainline story. And that is where I think the most interesting stuff is happening. Um and there is some cool, like, there is, like, a cool kind of sci-fi story going on in there. Um, like, the, the premise is at the beginning, playing this miner that finds this artifact. Um, and in finding that, you meet this guy from this group called Constellation who are looking for these artifacts. And you kind of get adopted into the group and go out and looking for the other ones. Um, and a little bit down the line these artifacts allow you to get these kind of space powers, which is sort of take the place of the dragon shouts from Skyrim. Space powers. Yeah. Uh, none of them have quite the iconic feel as the original uh, unrelenting force shout. Yeah. And none of them are quite as hilarious to use. Uh, there is even a, uh, I think it's called gravity wave that, can push people, but it doesn't have the same a level of hilariousness right. to it. Um, and I would recommend people to play it to get to that point as fast as possible, because it does make individual combat more fun and more silly. Um, and then it opens up an avenue of new powers for you to go out and get. Um, there is this whole debate of, are these... Were these left here by aliens? Were these left here by people? Um, it's kind of unclear. My guess was that it is... Uh, I, I thought it was like an um, interstellar thing where it was future people. Um, but uh, again, I don't... Yeah. I don't... Again, I, I haven't you gone... You might be overselling it to me. <laughs> I haven't gone through the ending, so I don't know if that stuff is explained. Um... Telling me you can find a 4D black hole. Also, can... this game takes place in the Milky Way, but you can't go to the middle of the Milky Way. Why? I don't know. Uh, the maps in this game are kind of atrocious. Um, the, the, the map of the galaxy is, is... It's like a 3D space, but presented on a flat screen. And so, and you have various ways to sort of rotate it. 
But so when you are, if you're at a star system and you're trying to fly to one that looks close, you'll hover over it and you have to go like halfway across the galaxy and go, wait, it's right there. And then you tilt it like, oh, this is actually super far away. And that is a, a big frustration early in the game that you just, you can't get to stuff that looks like it's close by um, because you don't have the fuel capacity or the ability to jump. Um, and there's not like a clear way of upgrading that stuff. Right. Unless, and again, I, I didn't really get super into the ship construction. Um, so it might have been easier if, had I done that stuff. Um, why not? I've I've heard some cool stuff about like the sea or the like higher class ships you can build. Like, yeah, being uh, able to like do auto turrets and stuff. And yes, uh, yeah. so the way that you, I, the skill tree is I think interesting, but also really kind of annoying. Um. So, like, you unlock a skill, and then there is, like, a challenge that you have to meet. You have to, like, do X thing Y amount of times to be able to then unlock the next tier of it when you get another point available. Um, which I think is cool and does, like, get you to sort of focus in on stuff. Um, but the one for shipbuilding is, it is unclear to me how to do it. Because it says, like, you build unique ship modules. And I feel like I've done that, but, like, I will use a ship module, and then it won't say that I've used a unique That's... one. So I don't really, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I couldn't figure out how to unlock further, like, um, stuff for the ship. So I kind of ended up sort of giving up and... I eventually found a ship that I that was good enough, so I didn't really touch it anymore, mm. which is kind of a bummer. Because I have seen some cool uh, stuff that people have made. Um, also, you have to, like, to use the higher rank ships, you also have to level up a certain skill, like, three times. Um, and also, if you want a large crew, you have to level up a skill that is... Like at the very end of a of a of a one of the individual trees, and I didn't that I didn't unlock until like I was level fifty. What? It wasn't until okay. then that I could have another member in my crew, and it's like I, that was, it was just a really frustrating thing to me. I would meet all these people who I want to bring on my ship, and it says you're not a high enough level captain for this, and it's there's so, so many things that just frustrated me for of the way that they happen um i don't know it's it's just it's kind of a it's a jumbled mess of a game kind of in a good way and kind of in a bad way as many bethesda games are right um there's plenty of quests that i broke by accidentally killing something too early <laughs> yeah um which is for, and and then you just have like a a thing in your quest menu that says go talk to this person and it will never resolve, um, which is unfortunate. I don't know. I, At least I, take it away. Yeah, it's I I I have very complicated and mixed feelings about the game. Um, I had a lot of fun. I think at times there was like through a lot of the game I was 
not sure if what I was doing was actually enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did like have a sort of good feeling to it. Um, the ship combat is pretty fun, though. If you have a maneuverable enough ship. I was going to ask about the ship combat and the gun combat in general. The guns are fine. For the most part, they all feel pretty similar. But they all feel pretty good to use. Um, like, there isn't a whole lot of differentiation between them. So a lot of times it comes to just what are you getting that is stronger. Um, and if you like to use handguns or rifles. There are certain heavy weapons, like there's a grenade launcher and a shotgun that is kind of a grenade launcher that do feel different. <laughs> Isn't it, I was kind of bummed out that the laser guns don't really feel any different than just regular bullet guns. Hmm. Halo figured out this problem years ago yeah. with the sentinel beam. Yeah. There's no gun like that in this <sighs> game. Shame. They like all of the lasers act the same as bullets. You know, just regular, yeah, bullets basically, which is a bummer. Um, because the laser guns are really cool looking when you when you are firing them, right? But they kind of get outclassed by other guns uh, that are stronger. Uh, the gun that I ended up using at the end was a uh, a rail gun, a rapid fire rail gun, and it it I, it kind of felt unique and I, and I enjoyed it but it was also a legendary weapon cuz there is you know uh loot levels although they don't it don't really mean much in the game they don't even uh, really I don't like they that. don't re- even really affect the value of the weapons um that's good i guess no it's not <laughs> i mean oh uh, yeah Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Also, the 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 money in this game is com- like the economy is totally. I guess it is kind of like that in a lot of Bethesda games that, at some point, you never need money again because of all the ways that you have to get it. It feel like felt like that happened really early in this game, and at some point there was no point in like ever picking up loot again. I don't know. It's it's a weird game. I don't. I don't know how people. I, I've seen some reviews that are like giving this game tens, and I just don't understand it. Unless it's like based sheerly on the amount of content that there is in it, in it. even if that yeah. content isn't different from itself. Right. Yeah, like there is definitely more stuff to do than you could ever do in this game. Right, but. <laughs> It's like, how many times do you want to do this one thing over and over before you get bored of it? And that happened to me pretty early on. <laughs> and so then I was only doing quests. Um, and even in those, it's kind of, your mileage may vary about how interesting they are to do or how like interesting the characters are. Right. Because... They have to be, because so much of the game is you going into the menu and fast-traveling to another yeah. place. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of... A lot of it frustrated me. Uh, and it, even from the beginning of the game, I was like, man, this is... I wish there was a more fluid way to go about doing this stuff. Right. Yeah. 
Also, the first story mission that you get is involves you going to our solar system. Um, and man, it is a bummer when you go to Earth. <laughs> I've I've been wanting to ask you about this because so, I knew that you could go to Earth, yeah. but I don't know what that well, experience is like. In the game, the story is that uh in like the year 2150, scientists realized that the magnetosphere of the of the planet was um going away and eventually radiation was just gonna destroy the atmosphere and basically turn it into what Mars is. And by the time you are in the game, Earth is just like a barren desert. Um and landing on it from the first time is such a big bummer. Because it's just like, why? What why why did you have to do this? I understand that you they can't recreate all of Earth. So there has to be a reason that Earth doesn't exist. But I don't know. It was just kind of a, a bummer. Um, being like, humanity, you know, the planet died, and humanity is taken to the stars. And then going out into the stars, and, like, you have three quote-unquote cities. Um, there's a, at least one of them that feels like it came out of, like, a classic Elder Scrolls game. Um, there's the aforementioned city that is powered by lightning bolts, uh, which is sort of interesting, but becomes kind of a pain to, to be in after a while. Um, Probably because of the lightning. No, they have a big shield over the top of it mm. that protects the city and then turns the lightning into energy to power the city, which is cool in concept. And then, you know, there will be random settlements on just like random planets that you can drop down on where there are two one or two like houses that families are living in and it's, and it's just you know you go from the sort of densely populated and interconnected areas of like the elder trolls games into right. this like huge open space where people are like hundreds of thousands of miles from each other. Yeah. And they can't interact. And nothing that you're really doing on any planet is having any effect on the rest of the world, the rest of the, the galaxy, as it were. It's just affecting your own personal... Like, right. This is what I've completed. Um, and there were many times in the game that I was like, man, I wish this was just Elder Scrolls Six. That would have been much more fun to play. Yeah. Or Skyrim. I wish I was just playing Skyrim again. Um, so yeah, Starfield is kind of a hmm for me. I'll play it. I have it downloaded. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff in it that, that is definitely fun. And like I said, I think there is so the actual, if, I don't know if you could, if you could just do only the main quest, you would probably come up against enemies that would kill you really fast. Um, but it is the most interesting stuff in the game, and it does have some interesting, like, sci-fi uh, storytelling. Um, yeah. Sweet. And there are also these things in the world called Terramorphs. I've heard of those. Oh. Yeah. They uh, seem cool. Which I thought was a really dumb name, because it's like, okay, it's, it's just like a, a, power it's just a xenomorph, but... Sort of thing. But terrible. Right. But or the reason they're called that is because they can terrible. psychically... Uh, 
create voices in other people's heads that freak them out. And so when you're fighting them, you'll just start hearing uh, people talking about how how you're going to die, and which is, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I played the darkness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, they're they're kind of fun, um, and they have a really great introduction to the first one. It was one of my favorite moments of the game. You land on a city, you land on a planet to go check up on these people, and uh, you met with one person, and she's like, "You need to go to this place and turn the power back on." And you go into it, and like, it, it's one of those moments where you lose control of the character, and the camera fixes on this one window that is, yeah. and out of this giant thing jumps out in front of you but it's the lighting is such that you can't actually see what it it was it was a very effective moment good Um, that was one of my favorite parts of the game and and you can do it pretty early on so there's that that's another fun thing to do yeah all right um i think that's all we've played this week uh it's a little long but we are going to be back after the break with the news Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher, and while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, let's talk about some of the news. We're really going to mainly talk about a couple of things <laughs> mm-hmm. that may or may not interest some of you. But whenever we get new Tetsuya Nomura being on his best behavior, oh, uh, we have to talk about it. We'll make sure to do that at the end yes, so you yes. can revel in it with us. Or not. Or not. But I think you should because it's always good. (laughs) Even if it's bad, it's always good. (laughs) And that's a that's a tagline. Yeah. Uh, First, let's talk about um, Xbox's emails. Yes. That the FTC leaked, or Microsoft leaked, or someone leaked. No one. Someone leaked. I can't imagine. The FTC, FTC themselves did it, but probably FTC. someone in the FTC. FTC says Microsoft did it, which doesn't also make sense. It's a whole mm. deal. So Phil Spencer, he wants to get this stuff out there. Yeah. Um, Activision was briefed on the new Nintendo Switch last year, mm-hmm. um, which we I think we talked about last week. I can't remember. Um, but it, the episode. new, the new last episode, the the new switch was shown off. Yes, at Tokyo Game Show. No, no, we Tokyo just talked. It, we didn't even week. talk about it last episode. We talked about it on, two weeks ago. No, we talked about it on a uh, Discord. Pax, you're right. We talked about it on Discord. <laughs> it was shown off at Pax. Um, yes, behind, behind, closed, behind closed, doors, closed doors, Nintendo was showing people a uh, dev kit of the Switch Two, not the actual console itself. The two things they were showing was a up-resed, fully 60 frames per second Breath of the Wild. God, um, please. And that crazy Matrix demo. So this is, that is still rumored. 
people have said it, but it does, and I believe it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, everyone is also saying that this is in line with the PS4 and the Xbox 360 or Xbox One. Right. The problem is those. I don't know if those could have ran that Matrix thing. Well, the I saw the PS4 and Xbox One stuff in conjunction with this Activision stuff that they were right. shown last year. So it could be that... The chips are just... Right. Right. It could be that their targets have increased. But, I mean, people have said that it was running on the on the thing that they were showing. Right. Um, and, I've, and, like, there's been a lot of talk about the DLSS, uh, which is, like, the... the the upscaling that the system does using uh, AI. I think it can do like a 480 or a 720 to a 4K. Right. Oh, wow. So, like, it uses a lot less resources. Yeah. Um, so, certainly, no one is expecting it to be on par with the Xbox Series X and with the PS5. Yeah. Which is what the... the those are what this Matrix demo was released on. Right. Um so I don't know. Uh I mean I remember when before the Switch came out we heard we heard a bunch of stuff about how it was gonna be stronger than the PS4. Uh and that was all made up. Um but it's a bit different this time when people are saying we have seen X thing running on the actual Exactly so- yeah. the actual hardware. Um so, but that that is to say that, so that was part of this big leak. Um, but there do you were, think we hear about this system officially before the end of the year? I don't know, because mm. uh, people are saying that they're targeting next year for it to come out. I've heard they're still targeting March, but I don't know. I don't believe. Yeah, that I don't will think be it'll be March. Um, that would surprise me if it came out that soon. And if it does come out that soon, I think that we probably would hear about it in, like, December. But also, December's a big time they want to push consoles, so... We'll get to why I also think we may hear about it in December. Okay. okay. During okay. the direct right. talk. Yes, the direct. But... I saw, that I saw some crazy uh, theory <laughs> crafting based on a couple of <laughs> a couple of random frames here and there. Uh, yeah. Um, so also in these emails were um, that there's going to be an updated Series S and X next year, possibly. Yes. Um, we we saw a a mock-up of a round Xbox Series X. All digital round yeah. Series X with... I guess I like better cooling and right. it's uh, it's and more I, recyclable components right. or whatever. That's, that's I think the most interesting stuff is that they are with all of the because there's also a new controller that they showed with gyroscoping. Yeah. Oh, I but, missed that. But they make a big deal about the about the components being uh, sustainably sourced, which I think is cool. Yeah. It's always cool when companies are able to do yeah. that. Why Apple, not? If you can do it, why not do it? Exactly. Um, new Xbox planned for 2028. Potentially. Potentially. Um, yeah. If they don't go out of business. Um, 75% of series owners are series S owners. That's interesting. 
which is interesting. But not surprising, actually. I think a lot of people bought that Series S. Yeah. And I don't blame them. They're... Cheaper price. I wonder... Point. Here's the thing. I wonder how that counts, though. Because there's people like me who are sickos. Got both. Who have, got have both. both. Yeah, who knows? I, I don't know. I'm sure they have some weird way of uh, categorizing this stuff. Some proprietary thing. Like Unity. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I don't want to talk about the Unity thing because it is in such a state of flux that yes, no matter what yes. we talk about, it'll change tomorrow. Yes, we, we, might, and I, we might briefly touch on it yeah. because I think it is uh, big it's news. But wild. It, um, it's, it has changed in like the last two days. So, so um, one of the things that did leak in the emails that I find very fascinating, and it kind of backs up something I've been hearing from leakers in the shows I listen to, mm -hmm. um, is that there's Fallout 3 and Oblivion getting remasters within the next year or two. Yeah, so there was, in one of these, there was a big list of, like, maybe planned titles. Um, I saw that Phil Spencer had a response to it, and he saying something like... That the real plans are coming soon. Yeah. Um, uh, just kind of offhand throwing this stuff out. But I, there are some interesting titles... Like you said, there's the Oblivion remaster or remake and Fallout 3. So those two, the rumors that the leaguers have been saying is that that is how Bethesda is going to be getting their feet wet with the new engine going mm. into Elder Scrolls 6. Interesting. Mm. Is by rebuilding games they've already done. That, that would make sense. Whether... With a new engine or a much upgraded engine from the creation engine. That was, that's sort of been the like, every once in a while he'll be like, you know, they are like trying, they, they're trying to upgrade the tech they're working with. And so they, they need to get something under their belt to work with it. Yeah. Um, and so like he makes sense. The ones that <clears throat> they're always like, we, I hear that it's being worked on or that it's possible. You know, that, that's neat. I, I think Oblivion would be, refund, would be fun to replay. Although, I'm still more interested in the conversion packs that fans are making of Skyblivion and Skywind and rebuilding those games ah, in Skyrim. Yeah. That's interesting. Yes, they look dope. Uh, yeah, that's... You know, there might have been secret nods to Oblivion coming back out in Starfield. Mm. Because there's one character, they brought back the guy who was the voice of the guards, who said, Stop right there, criminal scum. <laughs> Stop right there. Who, who is, and he's the voice of this one character. You and violated was, the law. Yes, and also the adoring fan mm. can show up. Yes. He's really annoying. But he's oh so adoring. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, those were two things in Starfield that made me think of Oblivion. And hey, yeah. now it's coming back out, maybe. Maybe. There are also other stuff on the list that were interesting. I don't have my phone in front of me, so I can't. Like Indiana Jones is on there. No, there was like... Um... Um... um uh, God, a Dishonored 3, I think, was yeah, on one of them. I saw that rumor, too. Um, Which, boy, how do you know I'm there for? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, gosh, what was the other ones? Some surprising, like, 
sequels. Uh, I know there was a Ghostwire Tokyo uh, sequel was on, on one of them as well. Scalebound 2. <laughs> Imagine if we got Scalebound 2. So, hold on. It was also more than Elder Scrolls that got leaked. Yeah. Or yeah. More, more than just Bethesda. Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. Because there is a Project Platinum game listed. Mm. And I... Very interested in what there was also a bunch of them, a bunch of um, free to play games that they all had just kind of project names, but that were slated for like release this fiscal year, hmm. which is interesting because we haven't heard of any of yeah, them. Yeah, so let's say we're running out of time on yeah. that. So this doesn't have the picture, but it brings up, um, like you said, Dishonored 3. Um, the the thing that makes this credible is that it mentions Project Hibiki, which is Hi-Fi Rush. Mm. Um, so Love Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah. Um, the leaked document had Indiana Jones coming out in 2022, but that got delayed. Um, Starfield DLC and a remaster of Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. Seeing all three of those by 2024. Um, this year, there's so there was supposed to be a new game, a new Doom game called Doom Year Zero. That's right. Doom but that Year got Zero. pushed. Um, and then Elder Scrolls Online expansion and two unnamed projects codenamed Kestrel and Platinum. Mm. Well, there you go. Um, I feel like Kestrel has been used for something else. The Kestrel is the name of the ship in FTL. Huh. Uh, DLC for Doom Year Zero was supposed to come out. That's yeah, I think it's definitely an old list, whatever right. it is. Ghostwire Tokyo sequel. So it's definitely possible that some of that stuff that was planned is no longer on the table. So who knows? You know, yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda's working on things. Yes. And you know they're going to be always. working hard on it. Because they have to make Microsoft that money. Yes. So um, there's going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot thrown mm-hmm. at Bethesda. Um, Starfield hit like 10 million players. Yeah. So I mean, they were projected to make a lot of money off of Starfield. I so, imagine they will. I know some people that don't have Xboxes or gaming PCs that are now Salty. debating on getting them for. Yeah, that um, which would be crazy, but hilariously, yeah. one of them is my coworker Josh, which is mainly not. St- it's also that Lies of P is on Game Pass, and so true. he's like, "That's true." Well, that Xbox All Access deal that you're doing doesn't sound as bad when right four of the months are covered by two video games. Yeah, and there's going to be more stuff coming out, um, and, and older stuff that and older play. stuff that is on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't buy an Xbox for Starfield. If no, I was going I, to buy something for I would buy a PC that could play it. Mm. Because yeah. of mods. But consoles get mods too. Yeah, but I, uh, a smaller amount of them. Right. Yeah. You still curated. get really silly ones. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know that it had... I never actually looked. I don't know if it has mod support on console. Not yet. I don't think it does I don't think yet. it does I think yet. it's going to be the Fallout 4... In Skyrim Anniversary Edition deal, where it's like, hey, you get mod releases in a little bit. Yeah. 
Yeah, you'll get a Millennium Falcon and a lightsaber. and No lightsabers in this game. It's crazy. Boggles the mind. <laughs> no aliens in the game. There's no... That is genuinely no like, shocking to me. extraterrestrial it, sentient life in the entire it galaxy. It doesn't surprise me. Because it surprised me. What they're going you could they they specifically use the words NASA punk. Yeah. Which means they're not going for Star Wars. They're going for the expanse, which is more realistic space travel that and I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I also want there to be aliens. It's but just, what they're going for is some, some wild choices. They are going for something that I like though, because I love the expanse. Yeah. So like I'm a mark for that sort of thing, and so that's why I'm so interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also understand it would be cool if there's aliens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Um, the PlayStation. Oh, we can't talk about that yet. We'll talk about that last. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Nintendo Direct. Yes, there um, was a Nintendo Direct. It was rumored. Or and then it, it was. It, well, first of all, it, it was rumored that it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. And then all of a That's sudden, funny. there were rumors Jeez. that it was going to happen. I love, and I always say I listen to the leakers. I love listening to Jeff Grubb and Giant Bomb stuff. And Jeff Grubb was like, well, that Mario, um, Wonder. Mario Wonder Direct was the September Direct. He goes, That's what I've, he goes, it, it wasn't always the plan, but now it is. I don't think. I've been hearing that there's not going to be another mm-hmm. one. And then the other week, he goes, uh, apparently there might be one this week. It just kind of <laughs> came out of nowhere. So, uh, <laughs> uh, which is hilarious. Um, I remember after the rumors came out, there was a day that people were like, oh, they didn't announce a direct today. It's not going to happen. And that day was September 11th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People were like, why is it? Where's the announcement? It's like, mm-hmm. Uh, and they're, then, not, they're not going to do it today, guys. And then they weren't going to do it Tuesday because of the Apple thing. Because right. Nintendo doesn't want to step on And then they did it on Wednesday, and it happened on a Thursday. Yep. And then it was Friday. Yeah. I'm in love. And we all got, we all got down on Friday. It's we true. were looking for the weekend. Weekend. Man. We got down on Friday. Spanger song. Um, so they showed off... I. I, don't I thought I was, it was a good direct. Like a C. I th- one thing I thought plus. was weird is that half of it was kind of stuff that they had showed in the previous direct. Like, why yeah. even in the previous direct say anything about the Peach game? Say Why would you say that there is an... We're working on a, a Peach game that doesn't have a title. Just save it. Just save it for this direct when you did a whole big mm-hmm. expose on it. It doesn't make any sense why yeah. they did that. Uh, Peach Game looked interesting. I don't know if it, it's interesting enough for me to get, um, but the I thought Peach it was Game, cool. I'll get it. There was something when I was like watching that part of the direct that it actively reminded me of, and now I can't place my finger on it, but like it's almost like Kirby power-up abilities, you know? Yeah, that seems that seems to be the vibe is that um she puts on different outfits and gets different like movesets. Final Fantasy Ten Two, baby. Yeah, it's, it's so it's true. It's gonna be awesome. The dress spheres. Uh it looked neat. Maybe one of the best class and, systems in a Final Fantasy game ever. And also like I stand like, by I, it. I still am excited about the Super Mario RPG remake. I didn't need to see it again. Didn't I mean, need to see it. I like. I, I was 
it was cool to see more of it. But again, it's like you show that You're last time. You're already sold. Right. And yeah, you showed it last time. Um, but there was some other stuff. Um, F099. Yeah, that started with Battle Royale. Over, that that, that everyone, was crazy. Everyone will love. And everyone and says it's great. I haven't played it yet. Man, that, that F0 bit started, and I started like getting so hyped and like not to say that i don't like want the 99 treatment for this but like i thought we were going to get a genuine new full-on game yeah and not like yeah yeah. i haven't tried it yet because i don't have switch online uh but i dip my toes into that like three months out of every year to try out some stuff but like i was kind of (laughs) sad i think that the dream of the gx remake is not it's, it's probably more likely now than yeah. it was before the direct. Yeah. Because of something else that happened. Um, there was one moment in this direct that 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 this started showing gameplay, and I was like, "Is this Suikoden? Uh And then it, it turned out to be Ayuden Chronicles, which is the new game by the Suikoden creators. Yeah. And I was like, "Which has been that's funny." And I, I was glad to see it because I it had gotten delayed, and we had no, it hadn't been like uh, any word about what it was so it was cool yeah. to see that show up again i i feel like i've seen a lot of that the aiding or whatever it's called Auden, yeah uh chronicle stuff for like four years at this point yeah I, mean, I know they've the, had some other like earlier titles yeah they had the another project. one but yeah the the kickstarter like when it happened they were pretty clear about it. like this game is like so four or five years away, away from yeah. being made yeah so it's cool to see that it is we're we're reaching the finish line I don't. I know there was some other stuff that I thought was interesting, but I can't recall what it was. I mean, but I know. But David, why were you so down on it? I just thought it was boring. None of it was exciting. That's fair. Like, it's all. So here's the thing. Uh, this is what I was talking about earlier. This felt like a direct for something that is ending. Yes, I've seen a lot of people saying that how like we're reaching the end of the switch, and this is kind of the uh, last gasps. Why? Why bother pushing Metroid Prime Four? Yeah, and F Zero remake and stuff on this. Uh, yeah, they're pro- they're old system. I imagine they... we will see more like low stakes games. Like no. that's probably why they're doing this Luigi's Mansion 2 remake. Luigi's the, the Luigi's Mansion 2 here is the Metroid Prime or Metroid 2 Echo whatever. Samus Returns. Samus Returns for the, of the for the 3DS. Yes. Uh yeah. Which, I wish that game was on Switch. I mean I would like too. to actually play it. I would like to play it with a shoulder button that works. Yeah. I would I never got to play it cuz I got rid of my 3DS because Dude, I saw a kid playing a 3DS in the wild the other day. Good. At uh, Galactic Emp- when I saw Galactic Empire. Oh, nice. Do uh, you think he got any street passes while he was there? Uh, no. I wish. Um, I'll start keeping I, my 3DS there. It was a, a 3DS XL. God bless. So. You'd love to see those. Yeah. Bring back. Uh, man, I really hope that street pass comes back. I don't think it's, it will. But. It's like a rumor, but I just don't think it's going to yeah, It's hard. It's a, It's hard to believe yeah it seems like such a slam dunk as a thing you want people to be playing switch in the wild because it's a it's it's free advertisement yeah right it's like like free conversation starter like hey what are you playing i have one too yeah 
I can't really and think when the of... Switch first came out, like those first, I remember seeing it, people playing it in the wild a lot. Yeah. I think you still do. But You're right, I still do a lot. But it's, you know... <laughs> and of course, it's not really a problem because everyone has one, so it's not like they're having an issue with sales. But one of the, so one of the things I saw is that in the this this the video of Super Mario RPG, um, in the original, uh, like the the UI, and rather than it being like a menu box, around the characters' faces when it was their turn, there would be uh, three boxes in like a, a diamond formation, mm. and so each box represented uh, a face button on the. On the control pad, mm. um, so like A would be to the right of the character's face, and and it was attack. Um, and in Japan, apparently, I don't, I don't know. They each of those boxes were color coded to the because Japan's Super Nintendo controllers had color buttons, while we had the purple and light purple buttons. And in the American version, those boxes were purple and light purple. In the remake, they are colored. Um, and I saw, I watched this crazy video of people theorizing that that means that the Switch 2 will have colored buttons. I like Uh, it. That would be cool. And it was corroborated by looking at another, uh, game that was in this, that in its original iteration had a specific color for a button and now has that same color as is in Mario RPG for that button. Which one was it? The Thousand Year Door. One yes, or? it yeah. was Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. I thought that I honestly I've never played that game, and so when they showed, I was like, "Oh, they're." I was like, "Oh wow, the Switch really is dead. They're making another Paper <laughs> yeah, Mario." So that was my first time. <laughs> I've never I was like, played. Why, it, I was like, so. "Wow, a new Paper Mario game? Why don't they just do Thousand Year Door?" Uh, and then it hit me. I'm like, thousand. "Oh, this is Thousand Year Door." <laughs> I played like the opening hours of Thousand Year Door, and it's very fun. Uh, it's like immediately funny. Yeah. Um, so I'm and I'm very excited about this. Yeah. This was like a huge surprise, and I'm also getting... looks freaking amazing. Everyone is mad on the internet that it's apparently running at thirty. Mm. It's fine, but I guess the original 60. game ran at sixty, and I guess there's stuff with timing. Yeah. Where it needs to be sixty. But you know, did you we'll, play we'll the see. original? I played some of it back in the day. I never owned it, but I had some friends who did. So, you Same. know, when you're over at your friends' houses, you play their games. But yeah. Uh but visually it looks really cool. It looked really cool. It is crazy how every time there's a new Super Mario game, they change it like the visual representation of the world in Mario ever so slightly. Like they can't quite figure out what they want it to be. Um, in the first two games, it was just like, you know, it was a flat Mario and a sort of paper crafty looking world. And, and, but ever since then, they've been trying different ways of, of realizing him as actual paper with, you know, different amount of success, but it looks really neat. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. That's two Mario RPGs that I've never played that I always have wanted to, but I've not, they're not inaccessible, but it's just not. Yeah, hard. I'm not going to get to them. Yes. Um, still no word on Golden Sun coming to Nintendo Switch Online. I mean, you got to uh, hold out hope that the reason they're doing it is that something else is happening. I guess. It's uh, hard to have that hope. 
It is. Uh, especially since they have previously announced it is going to be on When there. was the last time they did a GBA update? Mm, I think recently, actually. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen any um, like trailer or anything for it in a while. Like, at least two months. I don't remember what the last... But I, I feel like it has happened recently. It, was it just, wasn't a GBA one. It was a Nintendo one. Super Nintendo. I think. Oh, another one... This... This was a weird direct, and that it's just a bunch of weird, random, like, uh, Mario spinoff games getting remade. Like, the, I forgot that there was a Mario and Mario versus Donkey Kong remake, which is just, like, the strangest thing. <laughs> yeah. But it's, remake. but it's just, it just, this thing is dead. Not, and I'm not yeah. saying dead yeah. in, like, a bad way. It's just but there, there are no new big games being no. developed internally for it. There are only these smaller things that yep. take less uh, development resources, or have been done already yeah. for a long time. And they're like, "Let's roll this out. Let's play the hits. Let's." Yeah. Um, trombone champ on Switch. I think that was that was an exciting reveal. That was an I don't exciting think gonna... reveal. I I mean I'll get it. I just haven't gotten it yet. Yeah, yeah. There was Same. one. So this uh super crazy rhythm castle. I've heard that it's like really good. Like it's a party rhythm game, um, and I, it had a little bit. But I was excited to see that as well, because I think pre it was in some previous Japan only showcase. Mm. Um, I think it's a Konami. Man, you know what I want in a Switch game. I don't know why I just thought of this. Uh, I want that weird game we play at Arcade Monsters, but on Switch. The Japan Game Show one. <laughs> yes. That would be fun. <laughs> I think uh, there is a game of that in yeah. Japan. I don't know the name yeah, of Don't it. know what the name of it, because it's all Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was wild. That's like Mario Party, but yeah. with button mashing. Also, um, the new um, Vanillaware game was there. Which is the, the unicorn, um, unicorn overlord. Yes, the game looked insane and absolutely <laughs> is a day one buy for me. I've missed out. My brain just wiped all that stuff. When it first started, I was like, "Oh, is this a remake of Final Fantasy Tactics?" Because it has I a similar that, art I had that style. Thought too, because they just re or Square just re released Tactics Ogre. Mm -hmm. I'm like, "All right, cool, we're getting FFT." And then it's like, oh, else. this is Vanillaware. Yeah, it's like some it, other kind of crazy-looking like, tactic I game. just see one of the characters, and I'm like, wait, that's not a Square Enix-style yeah. character. It's very <laughs> close to the art style that was in the original Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Enough, that, enough so that, like, at first glance, it confused me. Uh, but it, it looks... It's, I still need to play freaking... The last game. 13 Sentinels. 13 Sentinels. Game of the decade, dude. Um, so, But I am excited for this. It looks so much this, so much JRPG. I, I will let you borrow my copy. Like, I'm serious. I own it on PS5. Yeah, freaking A, man. I just, come on. I just never want to boot it up. <laughs> Do you want to play a long visual novel with middling tactics combat in it i might that's yes. not 13 sentinels it is. <laughs> i mean that, no that combat can i be mean tough. i played a long visual novel with middling uh galica gameplay in it <laughs> yeah. that one time yeah you still haven't even played tron 
That's true. That's true. Hours. Yeah. That's only two hours. That's probably wrong. That's good. But I, I bet I would like it, but I just probably won't do it. All right. I want to get to what I'm passionate about. Yes. State of play. Is, that uh, you weren't even going to watch and until I, I texted, think, hey, I don't think any of us realized it was happening I, except for I us. didn't watch any of it. Yeah. Until I said, hey, important things happening. Yep. Check it now. And then I saw Cloud on a Segway. Yes. <laughs> Is that the first thing you saw in the trailer? My That's life right was where changed. you joined in? Yes. Oh, my God. My life was changed. I wasn't the same. Not just Cloud in a Segway, but Cloud in, like... And weird shorts, weird shorts. Streetwear. That's not like, yeah, like, it was in streetwear. I don't think segway. it was streetwear. It was, that's the only it way I can describe it because it's not beachwear. Yeah, it's not it, it was like in the middle of streetwear and beachwear. It's fine. I love it. Casual cloud. <laughs> I think it was the equivalent of touristy show. in the world like of active wear. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in that world, that is what. Uh, tourist Costa wear. del Sol or whatever so, it's called. Yes, That's we the, got this. Yeah, this That's also right. came oh, along some Super tweets. Did you guys see the tweets <laughs> from the, the developers? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, yes. Okay, that's almost got me more excited than anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, this game is going right up to the lost capital. Yes, crazy. So we're. We're getting there. Very excited to see what and happens. This game there. is gonna have a hundred hours of content. Perfect. Don't do all the side quests. I, I will for the love of God. I, I did that, I did all of them in seven remake and I they were great. Say, I think in a in a previous discussion we did predict that the next game would go up until Oh yeah, because like that, that moment. To. Yeah. We said it was gonna be too long. Yeah, yeah we did didn't that. think it was possible, but, but it seemed like the only well, logical point. It, it's possible because they're putting it on two freaking discs That's now. That's true, it's two discs. But I'm telling you, I, I, I take your comment with some umbrage. I did all of the side quests in 7 Remake. No, I they do were remember all good. that. They were all good. And they were all good. Uh, and also, even at the the game topped out at like 40 hours. Yeah. Yeah, I did all the side quests and it still was under 40 hours. Which is why, internally, I'm thinking... I could I could go back again. You know, the, the <laughs> reason that it. they're able to pack in that high quality of content is because they use all of those pre-rendered backgrounds yeah. that we love so much. Exactly. <laughs> um, so this trailer has everything. It does. You, it literally does. You, if there's something that you were worried about maybe would not be in this game and you want to be excited about it, this trailer was like, don't worry. It's We've got there. that. In surprising fashion, in some cases, like... I'll just say that I did not expect Vincent to Me, be in this game at all. Yeah. Right. I thought they were going to save him for the final act right. or gloss over Vincent entirely. I, I didn't think they could get away with that, but I thought that it, yeah. he might be the Red 13. Yeah. Of, like, I thought he was going to be like... the next game. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, you're already... They seem to be adding Red 13 as a playable party member alongside definitely, Yuffie. Definitely playable. Um, you and see so you happen. thought, okay, it would seem ridiculous to add another playable... Uh, we don't know that he's a playable character. Oh. We know he's, if in, he's in it. the game. If he's in it, you know Prominently in the trailer. <laughs> the entire crew in there as his coffin explodes. <laughs> It's crazy. Who I disturbed just, my slumber? Yes, uh, it was so incredibly. I want to know who voices it. it. It's um, I'm pretty sure it's Matt Mercer. 
Fine. I'll take it. (laughs) If that's what I have to do to get my... Oh uh, yes. As long as it's not uh, yeah. Troy Baker, yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Uh, or it's Nolan your... North. I'm, I, it's uh... your third most beloved actor. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I no one's got anything against Matt Mercer. You know, yeah, I've I've gotten past the hate. It's more just. What else we know, got in this? We, obviously, I mean, it we opens have... first things first with Zach okay. holding clouds. Yes, I I truly do not know. There is a line in this that Sephiroth says about the universes reuniting. Yes. Which is the only, I know that has, so there has to be something going on. Like, we knew there was this sort of multiverse in the first remake game, and that we were deviating from it. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, of course. And so, yeah, there's... I, but I still I can't really conceptualize what they are no, doing here. Because it's how bizarre. there is going to be a, some, a concurrent plot line of Zach doing random who knows what. It's going to be Zach doing stuff. You see Cloud and Sephiroth fighting together at the end of the trailer. Yeah. There's a random hooded guy that looks super important. Yep. One of the times that Sephiroth is talking, um, there's a line about. Cloud's brothers get, having a get together and f- them being the only way to find Sephiroth. The yes, reunion. And that's it's that's where Advent Children comes in. Yes, sir. I don't because think it they, is required. They call him watching. older brother. They call him older brother. Yes, brother. But I think you are once again, we've done this before, you are extrapolating things. It's gonna happen. It's they just referring to, to the other hooded people Why else would they include they were Advent Children in, Ever, in Ever Crisis, dude? Because they're obviously going to, at some point, make that into a game. Good. We've had this conversation. Good. Yeah. But they're, they're not... I, that Simba just, Hobbit fight is gonna be the coolest thing I ever. I refuse to believe they are adding Advent Children lore into this game. They are. <laughs> just they already wait. added you... freaking stuff from Dirge Servers with Weiss. Yeah, just deep wait. ground. I understand that, but that is not why you have to children wait. the outlier. Just you wait until Geostigma stuff. is mentioned as an alternate timeline. Because as just much as you wait. they mentioned cellular degradation of soldiers. That is a step removed from Geostigma. That was in the original Final Fantasy Yeah, but it's a step removed from Geostigma. (laughs) It is right next to it. I think that there is a chicken and egg situation Yes, the reason that Geostigma (laughs) did that was because of the original thing. And also, you can say all you want about Weiss being in it, but he, again, came from a video game rather than a movie. But it, that video game was the same. Was the direct follow up to Advent Children? It was all part of the same project. I just I don't think they're gonna do it. I I can't imagine a world in which I think you're a hater. This game, like you're uneducated, the geo stigma <laughs> in it. But I am elated. But what Apparently it does have in- is obviously the segue in Costa del Sol. Yep, we got. What looks to be a rhythm game with Cloud in a soldier uniform marching outside of uh, yeah. whatever that city was with the big gun. Uh, we got Tifa underwater looking at the emerald weapon, I guess? Dude, I think so. the fact that weapons were brought up yeah, that's wild. <laughs> is it's gonna be insane. Big. Wild. 
Um, There's a Mario Kart style chocobo racing. Okay, I. With like literally, well, first like, of all, there's chocobos. Yes, and ex- okay, yes, clearly there's chocobo, there's like chocobo breeding. Yeah, there's different chocobos Tra- showing traveling. their different abilities in the overworld. But the, I'm so excited about the gold saucer in this game. Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be a million mini games. So, yeah. There's one that I'm so um, excited. Is like a. It reminds me of like Wii Sports Boxing. But yeah. It's with like these weird like polygonal models that are reminiscent of the original Final Fantasy VII models. It's going to be awesome. I hope we get more of the game from the DLC. The, the little tower. Yeah. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. They could bring that back. I bet they won't. I bet they will have a different version I know, of it. But I think that game oh, is fine. Oh, and we got freaking Cosmo Canyon. Yep. It looked gorgeous. It looked amazing. Dude, we're getting it all. Oh, my gosh. And obviously, since we have Gold Saucer, we're going to see what's his name, the other guy with the machine gun hand. I always forget his name. Yeah. Yeah. Because that happens right around the same time. So that should be cool. I wonder if he'll be in your party. Hmm. Oh, I'm so excited. There's a lot going on in this trailer. So much. And we haven't really even talked about the stuff that they say in the trailer, which is even more insane. Yeah, this, it's hard to really relay yeah. stuff they're saying. You just have to watch it. Well, there's like, at the beginning of the trailer, it starts with like text. That's like, the world will be saved, but will you? It's like, I don't know what it means, but yes. <laughs> yeah, you've you, got me. You've saved my life, Namora. It's that More text, times than you know. Yeah, like, this, it's... <sighs> Once again, <laughs> earlier in this show, I said that I, you know, I like bad stuff. <laughs> and I understand. But this is, this is a lot sad. of people. A lot of people will find this is this Peak. all of this stuff to be really stupid. But, but it's it just it works. For it all scratches. Of us. Yeah. It scratches the itch. And even I, if it is stupid, yeah, and doesn't make sense. So here's the problem. Not to harp on sixteen again. Uh, there was five to ten percent of this in the ending of sixteen, and I was like, oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is happening. He said. Oh my god, I'm gonna spoil this for Forrest. That's fine. But but kind of stupidly. He says so Clive while fighting the final boss says, like, this is the final fight, and it's like no fantasy. It's like, oh yeah, this is stupid, but yeah. I'm here. But like, and then he says it's time to kill God. And I'm like, It's time to kill is, God. What is this? I was like, where was this the whole game? This is what I wanted. And like my name is a Clive Sinker. Mythos yeah. Rothfield. Yeah, Cl- Clive Sid Mythos whatever. Rothschild. Um, <laughs> Biden. Well, let me tell you. I like the fact that we're getting all these characters as playable. It has to be open world at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I think it, I still they, think it'll be segmented open world. What's insane yeah. is they still haven't touched on any of the other weird stuff they hinted at in, like meeting Genova mm-hmm. and the stuff with Tifa maybe dying. Mm-hmm. Like I uh, don't the, want um, that to happen. And they said there's other. They said there's going to be more coming out around Tokyo Game Show, which is Ooh, like this yes. week. Um, oh, fun, or fun is that this ahead. week or next week? So like we're gonna have more. 
It's a great time to be a Final Fantasy VII remake fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time. I mean, it's there, always there, a great there time. There really hasn't ever been another time before, <laughs> like, like, two years ago. But Whenever Crisis was first yeah. announced, you know? Yeah. <laughs> God. But for fans of Final Fantasy VII Remake, we're, we're, we're eating. We are so back. Oh, snap. Tokyo Game Show starts on no. July 21st. July? Or no, September 21st. <laughs> I think we missed it. There's going to so be an Xbox so digital broadcast. That's today. Mm. Or I guess Is there going to be now an opening night live? Oh, yeah. No, that's Gamescom. Sorry. So September twenty first to twenty fourth, we should be getting. We're with with the way time zones work. We're due. We're due. Yeah. Give me. It's time yeah. for the trailers. Give what is me it? midnight in Japan. Yeah, what is? <laughs> <laughs> I need. I need more of this. <laughs> and it comes out in February, uh, which yes. makes me so happy. Yeah. Because like it's far away, but it gets closer every day. It's far away, but I got I got Spider Man in October. I don't really have much in November and December. Mm-hmm, so I've got mm-hmm, Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Alan Wake 2 in October. And then I'm kind of clear. I got We got Mario Wonder. I think that from, I'll be honest, not to detract from the, the Final Fantasy VII discussion, from the first impressions I've been getting from people on podcasts I've been, I listen to, I think you might actually really like Wonder. Uh, because oh, it, it looks like a blast. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, I, I will play it, but I just don't think it's a game I will buy because yeah. I don't think that I would, I would ever play it by myself. And you'll come over and play it, and we'll have fun. Um, I think those online co-op elements are kind of weird, like it, it, like quick sidebar for it, like it, it's not proper online co-op. It's like you see the phantoms of each other, and all the phantoms can interact. <laughs> But you're not technically in the game together. Mm. It doesn't make sense. Like well, it makes sense, it's also, but it's you don't touch each other in the game. Also, you can like, like if you like die though or something, or you fall down a pit, like you're you have like your character in the bubble, and then one of the yeah. other players like in there like, can it's, get that. It's not like the new Super Mario Bros. games where yeah, you can like all there sabotage, bop on someone's head and knock them mm. into a pit. Yeah, strange. Which such all miss. It is peculiar. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the most fun part of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that game wasn't good, so yeah, of course it was the most fun part. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, gaming. Mainly gaming. Final Fantasy VII gaming. <laughs> uh, Honestly, that's every day. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm already in my head like, man, the stuff I really want to play doesn't come out till mid-October. That's more than enough time to play through Final Fantasy VII remake, remake again. And there's <laughs> got to be something I missed, even though I 100% of that. Hey, thing. man, you, you gotta. Did you ever beat Bahamut? I, d- I didn't do any of the, the virtual there you stuff. Because I was. Virtual missions. Ooh, you're right. Because I was, I was pushing so hard to beat it so we could talk about it. Yeah. Um, and. I it's gonna be crazy. There's no way to do that with this next one because it's gonna have a ton of content. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Well, we'll have to take our time. I mean, we won't, 
Right. We will absolutely oh, have I will, I will hurt myself. Yeah. It will be rough. We will <laughs> it will affect our all personal other, lives. Yeah, responsibilities, all other games will be pushed to the wayside. Yeah. Um I'm gonna have to like really stay on it because that'll be like my peak training time for my ten miler. Because that's but I'm gonna rough. it's no, Look, it's all gonna work. just that's why you have the backbone. Yeah. You out there running. Yeah. You're playing on your phone. <laughs> I'll do it. That's dangerous. It Don't is dangerous, and I, I can't recommend it, but I feel like, you know, you got to do what, a way what to you got to do sometimes. Yeah. To test the wireless signal of Disney's Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, you know. I don't know. By then, you might have the um, the stupid... <laughs> The handheld thing, the PlayStation Portal. I'm not. Yeah. That's not. That doesn't work unless it's on Wi-Fi. Right. You just tether yeah. it to your phone. I won't get that thing. I'm not getting it. Good. Might. I won't. I'm gonna it hold would, you to that. You it might. would take a lot for me to. I get bet it. you could. I can imagine a scenario in which you walk into like a Best Buy and they have one out on display, and you hold it, and you're like, "This is in my brain now." <laughs> the problem is. I can connect my iPad to the mm. Wi-Fi. Yeah. And then I can connect my DualShock to the iPad because they've allowed that now. Yeah. But it's hard I've to run it. with that. It's true. To, it's hard Fair. to run with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Was there any other news besides the most important news of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth? Um, I don't know. All right. Forrest, what do you think? Uh, I mentioned it to you guys during the break earlier so i guess i'll mention it here now uh jason trier put out an article earlier today around like four o'clock or something like that that uh glenn schofield has left the, that new studio that he founded uh to make callisto protocol and he has left that studio now mm. uh to pursue other opportunities which i didn't pay to read the rest of the bloomberg article about it so i don't know what that means uh but i just find it kind of funny yeah, KFC is crossing over with Final Fantasy XIV. Yo, Colonel Sanders is officially a black mage. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Huh. Who selected that class for him? Mm, probably himself. Fair. All right. Well, on that note, we will talk at you next week. Bye. Oh, bye. See you.